This is recording number 10841 from the Teaching Ministry of Crossroads Community Church in Vallejo, California. It was recorded on Sunday morning, November 8, 2009. This is the second message in the series by Randy Bolt titled, Thanksgiving A Way of Life. This message is titled, When It Isn't Easy. What about when Thanksgiving isn't easy? Chapter 16 of the book of Acts, verse 22. Then the multitude rose up together against them, and the magistrates tore off their clothes and commanded them to be beaten with rods. And when they had laid many stripes on them, they threw them into prison, commanding the jailer to keep them securely. Having received such a charge, he put them into the inner prison and fashioned their, or fastened their feet in the stocks. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's chains were loosed. Powerful, powerful scene. Almost uh, unbelievable, really. There, there is power in thanksgiving. There is power in giving God praise. And even to, in this illustration, even so much so that the, the prison, the shackles that bound these prisoners were loosed. Everyone's chains were loosed. It had ramifications far beyond Paul and Silas. It affected all those who were even close to them and listening to this absurdity that men who have been beaten, who have been chained, placed into the inner prison with their feet in stocks would be singing hymns of thanksgiving to God. The absurdity of it, the stark contrast of what would normally be expected from a prisoner in that state so uh, affected those who were observing and listening that they were astonished. There is power in thanksgiving. I can't imagine another scenario that would... Uh, more adequately describe a situation where it wasn't easy to give thanks. Can you? And you say, well, pastor, you don't know my circumstances. And that's true. And you may be in some very difficult... I don't even want to sound as though I I slightly, um, even slightly minimize the context of your life in this particular season of, that may be very difficult and challenging for you. But really, there, I, I spoke with a woman at the break who was telling, about, telling me about some stuff that she's been dealing with in her life that are, that are seriously not pleasant at all. And yet she said to me, but in, you know, in the broader scope of things, I don't have anything to complain about. These guys... They had probably every right to complain, but they chose not to. They chose not to. Let's talk a little bit about that. But let's back up first and say, what is it that causes hard times? And the reason that I want to visit this subject with you is because a lot of people have a hard time uh, with hard times because they think 
They're from God. God has arranged this. And when that happens, it, uh, when, when people begin to misconstrue the source of their hard times, it makes it really hard to be grateful. So let's unwrap that just a little bit and talk about uh, what causes hard times. First and foremost, tough stuff that we face in life is the result of a broken, sin-scarred world. We do not live in the world God created. We live in the aftermath of the spoiling of what God created. And that effect and the spoiling was the result of mankind's sin, our sin. We have no one to blame but ourselves. We got what we wanted. Instead of the tree of life, we chose to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. We got what we wanted. I... uh, Traveled to, as most of you know, I traveled to Asia a couple of weeks ago. Masks everywhere, you know, people getting on planes. It looks like a, uh, you know, a surgical theater because of H1N1. We're all kind of dealing with that. A friend of mine, both his grandchildren have it. And it's, per, it's uh, prevalent in all, uh, pretty much everywhere in the United States. And, you know, this is just the latest in a long line of diseases and stuff that will continue to ravage our planet because we live in a sin-scarred and broken world. And you and I, just because we're followers of Christ, does not mean we are not uh, uh, susceptible to the fallout of sin in the world. So that's one of the sources of some of the hard times that we experience. The next thing that causes uh, hard times, difficult things in our life, is our own personal sin and foolishness. There's some stuff we don't get to blame anybody about. I was working as a a, a carpenter for a, a company that did remodeling, and we were working on this house and doing the demolition part before we... We're going to add uh, some rooms to this house. And as part of the process, we had dug up or, or uncovered their septic tank. This home was in the, in the hills, and it was on a septic system. It wasn't tied into the, uh, you know, the city sewer system. So we had uncovered it because we, were in a, we had called a company to come in. Wouldn't you like this job to come in and drain the septic tank? Because we were going to, as part of this whole thing, have to fill that in, connect them to the sewer lines and all that stuff. Anyway, I decided to take a shortcut across the, the yard, and the septic tank had a cement cover on it. I made the decision that that cement cover would support my weight. I was wrong. And I took a dive. <laughs> yes. It was not pleasant. I think I, I'm pretty sure I walked on water that day. Uh, and they just got me out. They got hosed me down and everything. It was terrible. But I had nobody to blame but me for my own foolishness. Now, that's kind of a, a silly example. But, you know, if you... And I, I don't mean this to make anybody feel bad in the room. But, I mean, if you decide to, uh, you know, be a smoker... You're going to deal with the issues that come from smoking cigarettes that we all know. And you don't have anybody to blame but yourself. So our personal sin and foolishness. Third, the unrighteousness of others. Last week I showed up here 
And there's a, out in the back, back here where we, where we have our garbage can, somebody had backed up a dump truck and unloaded, I mean, a dump truck full of ass, broken asphalt. Just decided to give us that little gift. And, you know, that wasn't the result of my fault. God didn't do that. We live in a world where people take advantage of others, where people do stuff they shouldn't. This morning I showed up. There's a burned-out Mercedes been dumped in our parking lot out there. Anybody want it, by the way? I'm sure it's, it's uh, going for a decent price. People do stuff where people... Uh, take advantage of others, and, and, you know, that's not God, that's not you, that's them. Finally, the strategies of our adversary. Let's not forget that we have someone who, who is opposed to us and everything about God's good work in your life simply because God loves you. And so stuff happens to us, and it's not, the bad things that happen in life are not Please, dear one, please, dear one, understand this. They are not from God. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes down from the Father of lights. So the next question that I'd like to deal with today is, should I be thankful for hard times? Because that's where we, that was our starting point. How do we, how do we live a life of gratitude when we're dealing with stuff that isn't pleasant? Should I be thankful for them? Well, if they're not from God, it would be a a perversion, really, to thank Him for them. Nowhere in the Bible are we commanded. I hear this all the time, and it just makes me cringe. People will say, you know, yeah, I've got cancer, but thank God He must be doing something good in my life. Dear one, that's not the truth. That cancer is not from God. And so it's a perversion to thank God for something that's sourced somewhere else. Do you hear what I'm saying? The Bible is never asking us to thank God for stuff that doesn't come from Him. But we should be thankful that He is still at work in the midst of those hard times. That's what we're commanded to do. Let's read this together on the count of three. First Thessalonians 5.18. One, two, three. In everything, give thanks. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. The will of God in Christ Jesus for you is not the hard stuff you're facing with. The will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you or for you is in everything. Give thanks. Whatever you find yourself in, God is still worthy of gratitude. He's still worthy of thanks. That's what we're after this morning, is how to make that a priority and a part of our lives. So how can I be sincerely thankful when, you know, it seems like my world is collapsing around me? I'm going through a divorce, I'm losing my home, I've lost my job, I'm sick, whatever it is, how can I be sincerely thankful in the midst of those things? Well, we talked about this some last week, but God is always worthy to be thanked and praised. Always. There's nothing, no circumstance you can find yourself in 
that somehow diminishes God. Just that, you know, apart from everything else, the baseline is God is always worthy of my praise because he's God. And nothing diminishes that. I can also be sincerely thankful because my gratitude is the only thing I really have to offer this God who is worthy. I have nothing else to give him. Everything else I am and everything else I have comes from him in the first place. The only thing uniquely that I have out of my own life to offer him is my gratitude. And finally, I can be sincerely thankful because my thanksgiving is an act of defiance against the devil and an expression of my faith in God. What are you facing right now that is not pleasant, that is a challenge, a difficulty, scary, that you could be thankful to God in the midst of and turn the tables on the adversary that wants to use it to defeat and discourage you? Undoubtedly, every one of us has something like that. And I want to encourage you today as we, we're, this is a very short pointed kind of message, but I want, to, I want to ask you as we begin to wrap this up to consider that question. What is it today, right now, as you sit here that challenges your life, rocks your world, that causes you to question, maybe even question the goodness of God or at, very, at the very least his love for you. That you could stand on its end by expressing gratitude and thanks to God. When you answer that question, what is it? I'm going to invite you today to do that with me. Let's don't leave here today without confronting the darkness that wants to overtake us and diminish the pleasure, the joy, the blessing of life in God by uh, overtaking our thought life, our emotions, our attitudes with ungratefulness, anger, Frustration, all of those things that you know don't produce anything good in life. Let's come against that stuff with gratitude. There was a time when I was really ticked off with God about something, you know, because we it wasn't His fault, but this is this is what human beings do. We when we don't have any other, we think we have no other options. We get upset with God. We don't know where else to go, so we go to God and we and make Him the bad guy. So something happened, and it wasn't. I was really ticked off about it. I can't remember what it was. It was that long ago? I just remember how it felt to be really angry with God, and I knew I, I needed to get. I needed to sort of get it out. So I went to my room, closed the door, make sure I was alone, and uh, I started to just let God have it. And I reared back and opened my mouth and I 
I couldn't get any words out. I found myself, this was totally the mercy of God, but I, I found myself, instead of saying, God, why did you do this to me? I'm so upset with you. Can't you get anything right? And all the stuff that we want to say sometimes. And I found myself saying, God, you're so good to me. What? Where did that come from? That's not what I meant. God, I am so in love with you. You know, I couldn't get the thing out of my mouth that I wanted to say and found myself instead saying the things that were true about God. And it turned on its head something that the devil meant for my, for the crippling of my life and caused my life to be embraced by and filled by a gratitude towards God that suddenly made, like the person I was speaking about earlier that I talked to at the break, made everything else seem, you know, I mean, all the stuff that I was dealing with seemed so small and insignificant. God is always worthy of our praise. And when we, when we give him gratitude, it places something in his hands that he can use to transform the circumstances can I ask you to get to your feet, and we're going to read a verse of Scripture together. This one comes from Hebrews chapter 13 and verse 15. We're going to read it on the count of three. Join me in reading it with confidence and boldness. Let's read it with some volume, okay? One, two, three. Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. The sacrifice of praise. The sacrifice of praise doesn't come easy. That's what makes it a sacrifice. But it is powerful. Just like Paul and Silas in the Philippian jail. When they were in the darkest uh, recesses of that dark place. Wounded, hurting, with every reason in the world to be angry with God and everybody else on the planet, decided to do something else. They lifted their voices to God and sang hymns of praise. I asked the question earlier, what is it today that you're facing that may not be all that pleasant? In fact, may be horrific doesn't matter. God is still worthy of praise. And if you will place that praise in his hands, he can use that to transform the whole environment. Not just your attitude, but the whole environment. Everybody's chains fell off. Let's do that. Let's do that. In fact, here's how we'll do it. First of all, I'm just going to invite you to close your eyes so that you're not distracted by those around you. But then I'm going to ask you to place front and center in your mind's eye the circumstances that challenge you today, the difficulties that are, that are um, darkening your life. Picture them front and center. And now, let's thank God that in the midst of that, He is still God. God. 